Right. Yeah. I think everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. the fact that what we thought was a problem, like, oh my gosh, this is supposed to upload in the morning. It's <laughs> yes. taking forever to upload. I think God was like, no, y'all need to see yes. that y'all have really been grinding this thing out and mm-hmm. y'all are making, y'all have made it to yeah. 100 episodes. And I think we owe it to our soulmates. We would not be anything without you guys listening to us and just growing and then sharing it with your friends, family members, and, and everybody in the world. When you share it to other people, mm-hmm. you get the word out there and you help us change lives. And you're changing lives by sharing it because it, I can't tell you when Tiffany sends me something mm-hmm. or sends us something or Kobe sends us something like, hey, y'all need to listen to this. That thing really be changing yeah, my exactly. life. Like the from the um, the Breakfast Club interviews you send us <laughs> to the other podcasts out there, you be like, hey, listen to this podcast. It really needs check. It's a gem in that. And like your friends would truly appreciate you when you send them something like that. Cause it's that just, resonates. It's, it's value like above monetary. And it's just, it really truly, it, it, it can cause action. Right. Cause and radical action. And it could be anything. Like it could be an Instagram post. Like when people post yes. podcasts in their Insta stories, like I really go listen to them. If I, you know, feel like this is really going to be a vibe. Yeah. And so it, it, everything matters. And so if you feel moved, share right <laughs> if it's authentic yes <laughs> only if it's authentic only <laughs> but today we are talking about the book the four agreements yes. by don miguel ruiz and when i say i ain't read this book but i read the spark notes <laughs> <laughs> it touched my soul oh my but I know kobe's uh like she said in the last podcast she's starting to read it yeah and mm-hmm. jasmine has already read it yeah, I read it last year, so I needed to refresh my memory because yeah, yeah. I read a lot of books since then, watched a lot of TV, did a lot of podcasts. So you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my memory went all the way there. But the Spark Notes was just bringing everything back. Yeah, I was definitely touched and appalled when I was reading it on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get into it. Yes, yes. Y'all, so it starts off with um, talking about the domestication and the dream. And so he just basically like breaks down this life that we're like born into. Mm-hmm. So we can't choose our name. We can't choose our family. We can't really choose our beliefs. It's just when we're born, we're taught these, you know, certain things. Mm-hmm. Right. And he basically broke it down into faith, turns into belief, turns into an agreement that we mm-hmm. have. So the things that we are taught we start to believe those things right, right. and we agree with those things and our actions are based upon what we agree upon. Right. Right, right. That's so deep. And so then he goes and starts talking about, um, just that conditioning that we go through and mm-hmm. how just as we condition dogs or animals, mm-hmm. we start to, we do that. We're taught the same thing as children. Right. So when we do something good, reward, mm-hmm. good girl, good boy, when mm-hmm. we do something bad, Reprimanding that. Yeah. We're on punishment, right? Right. So because of that conditioning, now we're starting to mask ourselves or, you know, start to act a certain way to appease or appeal Mm -hmm. a certain person. So now Mm -hmm. we're going to school and we're trying to, you know, perform a certain way for our teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, our parents. Right. Mm -hmm. And then as we get older, it's the coworkers. It's our Mm -hmm. bosses. And so that is where that whole concept of we're not afraid of death. Mm-hmm. We're afraid to be ourselves. Our true mm-hmm. selves. Yes. Because That's of what we are conditioned. Wow. Yeah. And 
Uh, I was going to say, when you said that, when you said, like, we are good boy, good girl, like, mm-hmm. do these things because, you know, they're good. That's what we talk. Yeah. Or don't <laughs> do these things because yes. we are fear of and fear of getting in trouble or the fear of not or uh, not being rewarded right Mm. exactly so what it makes me think of like you said like there's conditioning there's like Mm -hmm. so much conditioning though it's like okay you have the good and the bad conditioning Mm -hmm. you know the the good and like okay do this to be good do this to be bad basically Mm -hmm. but then there's all this other conditioning like you said, we're born into that we have no control over what we mm-hmm. hear. Like, we do have control over what we hear on TV, but there's just so many societal conditionings that's yes. constantly coming at, mm-hmm. at us at one time. But what really stuck out to me is, like, you, we do things to appease, yes. but we do things to appease others, others. which others. means you're living a life that is only for others if yes. we're conditionally, we are conditioned to do so. Yeah. Ooh. So it's like, how do we change that <laughs> and it's hard because we've been conditioned for so long, so right? long. and we've been living this life for others for so long which leads to the first question like what are some ways that you guys think y'all have been like domesticated like where you've been conditioned to act or do, do things a certain way hmm. oh i could tell you for one um i could tell you two that just happened yesterday yeah. <laughs> so it's just fresh on my brain so um Ooh, I always have to talk about work, so let me use my words lightly. <laughs> and, okay, so basically, me and my co-worker were talking about how we didn't like something in the office. Yes. And we were just like, okay, how can we... Okay, we know the problem. Mm-hmm. How can we bring the solution? Mm-hmm. So actually, that's what the, my co-worker said. So shout out to her. She's like, okay. so Because I was like, what I realized in that moment, she's like, because I like to say things straightforward and get them out the way. Cause I was in my mind, I was thinking, let me just be passive aggressive, not passive aggressive, but like, mm-hmm. let me just not step on anybody's toes and just yeah. do the work, you know? Yeah. I'm like, let's just let's just do the work, let's just take initiative. She was like, but we really like we could do that, but then the problem will never be solved. Yeah. And so I'm like, ooh, that's right. Like, I do want to be able to solve that problem, but it gets so weird at work or wherever, cause like. Things are political, mm-hmm. um, and so it's like you don't want to put yourself in a bad position. You don't want to um, be treated a different way because right. you said something that you feel like they might take personally. So it's just like you're steadily walking on eggshells, mm. even when you are just trying to be straight up and do it um, and be um, impeccable in your word, impeccable in your word, basically. Mm. And so it's just like it's hard for us to be impeccable in our words sometimes, and we'll go into what that really means. It because sometimes we don't want to hurt people's feelings. We don't want people to tr- treat us a different way. We don't want us. We don't want our righteous action to mm. somehow combat us in a different way. So even though you are you doing it well, sometimes other people's egos could get in the way to where mm. you feel like you might be shunned out or treated differently because mm. you did stand up. Mm. And so it's just like I felt myself. I was like. You know, why am I not being straight up like she said? Like, why? Yeah. Why? And mm-hmm. that's because I'm. when I thought about it, I was afraid. afraid. Like, mm-hmm. that's why this might ruin our relationship. Yeah. You know, so that was that was one thing. And I'm like, okay. So that's, I'm really trying to figure that yeah. out now. Like, right. what am I supposed to do? You yeah. know, we know what's right to do, but we're so worried about that that outlook of other people or right. how this really might affect my job. Yeah. You know? They can be like, oh, we found another like, yeah, 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 exactly. True. It's like, oh, oh you want to, like, okay. But we don't know what's going to happen. No, we don't. 
And then the second thing, I was at Herman Park yesterday. It was such a beautiful day. I was just out there just listening to my Erykah Badu, my Lauren Hill, just vibing. <laughs> and, but I wanted to, like, there was a lot of people out there chilling. But I just wanted to, I was I was stretching and stuff. But I really just wanted to, like, do, like, a spiritual dance. Like, that's, like, praise dance. Just out there mm-hmm. with everyone just not caring. Mm-hmm. But I resorted and diminished my, my creativity within myself. Because I was like, oh, let me just do some stretching, some, like, yoga moves so I don't seem, like, outlands. Like, who's this girl, this wild girl over here prancing around and stuff like that? That's what my body wanted to do because I was just feeling it. I was just so joyful. But because mm-hmm. even these people I know, I didn't even know, I was like, let me just resort to this, these stretches so I could seem normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, stupid. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, but it's just like, I if I was with y'all and y'all were doing with me, it would probably be easy. But by myself, I'm like, ooh, do I really want you to take on things? Yeah. I don't even know these people. Right. Wow. But yeah, I mean, or if I was alone, I would definitely just be but you know sometimes you be alone at the park sometimes and then somebody walk past and you're just like, (laughs) I definitely wasn't just right. I know for me, um, because I was conditioned by my mom, like y'all know this, <laughs> how I used to dress in school, mm-hmm. and it was not by choice. She had me, so we had a dress code in school, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And she always had me in button up shirts, mm-hmm. yes, you know? like, everything yes. was professional, <laughs> yes, yes. She, she wanted me in this preppy look, yeah, but that was not me, y'all. I was like a jeans and t shirt <laughs> kind of girl, you know, the tomboy, mm-hmm. and so even now, I struggle with like. What am I gonna wear? Girl, if this is you struggling, girl, we <laughs> always slaying, y'all. But no, I always, always have to like get a second opinion. Like, is this cute? And I'm always like going to my mom because Aww. of that conditioning. That's crazy because I would, even now, even when I know you, like, I would never think that you would want to dress like tomboy. Girl, Come it's a girl. struggle because <laughs> that's, well, that's what's comfortable to me. Mm-hmm. But I've always done the opposite because. That's, that's what I was conditioned. That's pretty good conditioning. It All is. conditioning it is. is not bad conditioning. It's not, and it's not. It's not. It's not a good thing or a bad thing, but it is a struggle sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if it, a condition, like, it is good and bad condition. Like, I think that's a cool thing, but if it's stopping you from being who you really that's should be, that's true. Yeah, and make you struggle with that, yeah. fight with yourself with that, that's not really that good of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it should be like this. You know, um, when I was telling you guys, People ask me, like, because I'm vegetarian, but really pescatarian, <laughs> plant-based, they ask me, like, are you going to let your kids eat, um, mm-hmm. um, be vegetarian? And I told yes. them, I'm not going to make them do anything. I'm going to, like, I'll, even though I'll present them with the, you know, vegetables, like, because that's what I'm eating, mm-hmm. but I'm going to let them acquire the knowledge. Like, I'm going to show them why, why this is why I don't, like, the mm-hmm. real things behind you know mm. why dairy is bad why why um meat is bad but i'm not gonna be like you can't eat it now you make the choice at like six yes. or seven so i'm not forcing meat down your throat mm. you don't even know what it is but mm. you know this is what it is now you have the informed choice to eat the way you want to you know like for that's that true, true. and so um i feel like that should be the same that's the way we should present things to people it's like yes, exactly. jazz this is, you should dress like this because you're in school and you're professional mm-hmm. like these are this this is and people are gonna assume this based upon how you look this is how society is mm-hmm. but 
you know, it's up to you. You don't have to conform to that if you don't want to. It's up to mm-hmm. you if you want to or not. Exactly. And so, and so it's like, right. you just present and instead of teaching people how to think, you're allowing, you're teaching people how to basically. Reason, per se. Yeah, to like, not to make informed, healthy decisions for their lives, I guess. Yeah. So, Mm, yeah. that's good that's that's good um I, I don't know why i'm really struggling trying to think of this question i mean think of an answer to this question but i guess i would say a condition that i have struggled with in my adult life is at one point i really struggled with trying to find what what profession <laughs> what profession that i think that i was supposed to with direction I was supposed to be going into because it was kind of always taught to me like um here's what you're going to do and it wasn't necessarily like um you know do something that you enjoy doing yeah you're gonna do something that makes good money you're going to do Mm -hmm. something that is has high stature that's highly revered because you don't want to just do any old thing like and I think these are good conditions but I struggled with um when I at one point trying to find a career path that was right for me because I've, I was always thinking like, if it don't pay money, it doesn't make you money. Like trying to find that thing that's going to make you happy, but still also make the money, you know, the, to, to provide yes, cause money, money is money important you. still. Yes. We can't lie and sit here and say yeah. that it's not, but just thinking that, but it wasn't even more so, um, the money, it was more so, you ha- it, you can't be involved in a profession if it's not the traditional profession doctor lawyer mm-hmm. um police officer something of that like going on the outside of say for instance having the podcast like yeah. just being comfortable and standing up and saying like yes I do podcasting and I'm 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 secure and then of course it will bring me monetary value value but just the whole breaking that condition that agreement of agreeing with like you know that this possibly can't be as big as I, I i i think that it can in my mind because i've been conditioned the only way you can earn money is by going to school working at nine to five and being a, a engineer doctor, doctor lawyer, lawyer some yeah. type of, of teachers getting a secure job and and so i had to break that condition and i'm still breaking it daily because i'm like the only reason why i haven't reached this goal is because i haven't broken this agreement to, to thinking that this is possible to, to live off of this full time. I don't necessarily 100% agree with yeah. it. And, and I, I'm using the word agree because I'm trying to, to condition the word agree for it's the so four agreements. Because even like, <clears throat> so it says in the word, it says in the Bible to get an agreement with God. Hmm. And so when I think about that, like when y'all first started talking about that, it was like, okay, agree. Like I keep hearing that. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. But that's because that's what the word says. Getting agreement, agreement with God. And when I think about God, I think about his promises and what mm-hmm. the promises he has for our life. So we need to get an agreement with God to get the exactly. promises of abundance in our life. God didn't say in the Bible that you have to get a, a 9 to 5 and be an engineer to right. be profitable and full and live a whole life. He said, no, get agreement with me. And like, I will get I will you the desire. Yeah, I'll show you the way. Like, he tells us yes. all these things. And so it's just like, I really love that word agreement because you're because we have been in, in agreement with so many mm-hmm. things we've been in agreement with um i agree that i have to go to college mm-hmm. and i have to go be an engineer mm-hmm. or to make money and to live a, yeah. a whole life i i i'm in agreement because, with and then the other yeah thing, the other half of that is because i'm scared of mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That my family is gonna disown me or because I, I'm scared of Or let them down yes, or disappoint or them, them or yeah. bring shame to the family or embarrass yes. them or anything of that nature. Yes. And I wonder if like we are in agreement with that too, because that's what we think. It's like because right. we agree with that, that's what's gonna happen. Ooh. And this is what you have to kind of ask yourself. And this is why this book was created, because a lot of times we're not acting on like what we feel or believe, but it's out mm. of fear. Yeah. Mm. Right. Not even in the fear-based. You're right. Making decisions based yes. on that fear. Right. Yes. And that fear has been rooted so it's been rooted for for ages now, for for decades. We're like twenty in our twenties, mm-hmm. so for two entire decades, we were acting on autopilot, and so that's why I think this is so good that we're doing this book at this yes. time because it's it's forcing us to look at the ugly monster, and if we didn't even know it was there, rooted in us, mm-hmm. you first have to uproot to face the problem, look at it eye yes. to eye, to know that hey, I have not been agreeing with my actual life mm-hmm. that I want to live. I've been agreeing with the conditions that I was born into, that yes. I was raised and and i've been taught to believe about about working about jobs about i'm just talking about that area but just think about all the other agreements the agreements with relationships we have the agreements Mm -hmm. with health that we have the agreements with education that we have me and my boyfriend we go back and forth all the time we was talking about this um on friday and we had this like debate about education because education was not something that was highly revered in his family. It just mm-hmm. wasn't. He didn't have expectations. He was like, just go to school and whatever grades you make, you make yeah. it. Me, on the other hand, it, it would have been that way for me had I stayed with my father. But once I moved with my aunt, she's has a master's degree in chemistry. Mm-hmm. She's a chemist. Mm-hmm. So like education, she didn't play about education. It was like, y'all gonna get A's and B's and no sports. Like, yeah. and that's what it was. And I love that. Like, it was a more militant approach, but it got the job done. It, yeah. But it, so it's like the agreement that that I have with education is like completely far. I'm like, no, our children. But he's like, but you just said you don't have to go to college to earn a lot of money. So, but I'm like, okay. So, but okay. So I did have this academic approach with education. Mm-hmm. I mean, about education. But now, as a teacher. I, my views on education, the agreements I have with education has changed. Yeah. It's not the the <laughs> curriculum education that I want. Right. It's the, the knowledge that's embedded. No matter if you go to college or not, you're still going to need to fill your mind with knowledge. Exactly. The only way you become, and I'm, I'm learning this now, y'all know my financial journey, mm-hmm. the only way you become financially successful, you're going to have to do research and learn about different yes. things. You're going to need to fill your mind with knowledge, whether that's from books, videos, other teachers, lectures, programs, you need knowledge. It's the knowledge that I agree with. And so he's like, okay, I can, I can, I get that. Even if you want to, and I, I, he hates when I do this, but I, I always tie everything back into basketball. Even if you want to be a great basketball player, you still need knowledge. It's not always about how many dribbles and shots you can make. You need that basketball IQ. When I, and, and how does that come? You have to read books on this. You have to watch videos of people, actually coaches that breaks this breaks these things down to you that tells you, okay, and, and a lot of players that make it far is not players that can shoot really well, dribble really, really well. It's the people that have IQ, that great basketball IQ to know when to shoot, when to pass, when to do these things. So it's the educate. I mean, the knowledge embedded in the education that I agree with. To make 
informed decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. To make informed decisions. Yes. Definitely. I agree with that. And just like on the educational, just, I know we're not talking about that, but also education and like college and high school is a really good place to just have build social <laughs> and networking yes. and like, it's a really good place to learn mm-hmm. and fail over and over again. So it's just like, there's a lot. It's a lot of great benefits. And that's the thing. It's just like presenting, like you said, this is why education is important. Presenting, and if people get it, they, it's for them, it's for them. They could get an agreement with it. And if not, it's not. Right. So it's just mm-hmm. like, um, there's that. There's that. <laughs> so his four agreements that, you know, he came up with this to basically yield success. You know, mm-hmm. he thought you'd be, and then not only that, but joy. Mm-hmm. So the first one is being impeccable with your word. Yes. 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 I freaking love this one, y'all. Um, y'all don't understand. <laughs> they should know already, like why it's our favorite. Come on, like we talk about this. We do affirmations at the end <laughs> of every time. last one of our podcast. Yes. But I did want to go back to like um what he was saying about that yeah. decision making <clears throat> okay. because it really did bring it to my like attention when he was saying like, um, okay, so why are you making a good decision? So, mm-hmm. like, you are taught to dress, um, you are taught to good, good to do good deeds because you're going to be rewarded for it, right? Mm. And it's like, he was saying, don't do it for the reward. Just do it because you know, like, it feels good to you. So, mm-hmm. that's what I was saying. But a it lot of us, good. we do things for reward or mm-hmm. we do things for success and mm. we sh- and that should not be what what is driving us. Mm. What's driving us should be something inside us saying, "I need to do this. This is the right thing." And that's where that joy comes from. Right. And so it's like a lot of times, like even in your workplace, even in your relationships, even in in anything that you do within yourself, Ooh. are you doing it for the reward? Yeah. Are you doing it for the blessing, or are you just doing it because that's what your soul? desires that's what your mm. heart wants because you oh. just want to do good in the world you just want to yeah. and, I, and when i was reading that it made me think of a sermon that um jeremy foster from hope city church was oh, talking yeah. about and he was just talking about a lot of pe- uh, preachers pray about uh preach about tithing because you're gonna reap the benefits of god of god to bless you tenfold and mm. though that is true it's like we shouldn't be doing that for, for that reason Lord. it's yeah. just like uh, I go to Lakewood and um, I always tithe differently. I tithe to my friends if they need help. I tithe to different organizations, charitable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I try to tie, or, or I tie by buying books and giving them away. And so um, I tie different. And, and so, that's great that you do that. Thank you. But I've been, and I've never been one to be like really pulled to tie to the church until I started going to Lakewood. And they fill me up so much that I'm like, I just want to give back because they just fill me with so much mm. knowledge. Anyways, and just spirit and just, oh, it's like now it's not I'm tithing because I want something back. I'm just tithing because this is a church that has poured so much into me. Mm. And I just want to, you know, I just I feel moved. Right. And so, um, it's based on a feeling. Right. Exactly. And so it's just like that really made me think about like if I, <laughs> even if I am doing something good, why? Am I doing it for the reward or am I doing it because innately I know this is good and something that should be done? And then that was another thing he was talking about. um, That's the same thing why um, 
we are scared to not do something to do something bad or out of the ordinary because like you said it's based in fear mm. and so with any decision we have to ask ourselves is this decision made based in fear of um punishment and even like people do make bad choices so you start to think why is that <laughs> you know yeah. and that's because people sometimes don't want a good reaction they want a bad reaction to get some type of attention to say here come love me or something like that mm, so right. it's just like oh i'm gonna do this bad thing i'm not gonna listen i'm gonna talk back because they're seeking that attention they're seeking something else i want to go back to when you said how we do things for the reward and we really have to i'm glad that you said that i'm so glad because we really have to check ourselves and and check our conditioning because we've all been conditioned mm -hmm. for doing things for the reward and that's why i like i had a it was an old geography teacher we had at dawson and like, mm -hmm. I remember we asked him as a class, oh, if we all get A's on this, what are we gonna get? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> That's what's expected of y'all to get all A's on the end. We really right. just like, just blew us like, you know what, you actually got it right. But then you think about that most teachers and and we even have meetings in, in the in the um in the world of education for public education. And, and it tells us, that reward your kids if they're doing good. Give them a, a treat, buy them something, give them some piece of candy, put their name on the board. Like give them some, some recognition for their mm. rewards. I mean, for their good doings. And so oh, it makes good. us think sometimes, let's think about the flip side of how that's affecting us oh, as a society. Like now when you get older and you have these adults or young adults or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be, sometimes we'll see people in need will see a problem that needs a solution and we're well qualified but we won't even step out to to try to mend or or try to to act on that because we're like it's probably not going to reward me i'm not going to get nothing out of this so mm. subconsciously we don't wow. even take action to help people to do good deeds be like, because we that's feel not gonna benefit me it's, it's not it's like, okay. and even if you don't physically or verbally say that or or, or show you subconsciously do this thing mm -hmm. because think we would have so much so many more people in this world helping one another if we wasn't mm -hmm. seeking for that subconscious treat that subconscious reward mm -hmm. like even like you said we're going back to church like even pastors try to like sway you into thinking you're about to get a reward like what's in it for me <laughs> in order for me to even give to the church so like right. and we really have to break that condition and as in thinking like that what, what i'm gonna get out of this yeah mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm glad you said what's in it for me because it reminds me when it says like we are conditioned to think about me 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 only mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even when you're giving, you still underline thinking about what am I gonna get? I don't want like, and it's like that's not. I don't feel like that's okay. Like that's not. you know. And um, we should be like even even on TV, even on the radio, even in like everything. It's conditioned to to be like me, me, me. Get your skin clear. Get this. Like it's not conditioned to be like help somebody else. You know, right. something like that. But um. We just have to be cognizant of that. And I'm not saying that and I'm not saying that rewards aren't good because I believe that they're going to come. And I don't believe that, you know, putting yourself first is not good. Right. It's just like you don't want to go through your life to be always seeking a reward for you to do something good is all we're really saying. Right. Right. Because it's just been conditioned for us. Absolutely. Yeah. And it can even have a toll, a major toll on relationships, since we love talking about relationships. relationships. <laughs> <laughs> because you think about it, woman, the woman always say, he got to do this for me, he got to pay this, he got to mm -hmm. get my nails, and got to, 
all these lists of things of what you're doing for me. How you going to support me? How you going to do me? And then the guys on the other side, she got to cook for me. She got to do this for me. She got to, like, yeah, she got to stay tight for me. Why she can't stay tight for herself? Like, it's just crazy how we put all these, these labels, I mean, these, these desires from other people that we want them to do for us instead of us doing for us and us doing for them because we love them. Because we genuinely, like, it, 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 that, that can go in a whole another spiral. Oh, girl, I'm about to go in. <laughs> no, because just being single, okay, just for a tidbit, just being single, what I realized <laughs> is that, okay, a lot of times, even I was talking to Deborah about this, I was like, man, just like really being detached from everybody like my phone is the driest ever in life like I look at that thing like really like okay anyways and so but I realized like things like tidying up like things like going to church like things like just things that I've been learning about myself um were things that I need to learn for myself instead of being able to do it for someone else I guess so it's just like tidying up that was for me. Like, I wanted to get organized, but I could see myself have been in a relationship trying to get organized for someone else. Mm. Like, to make good. Instead of just doing it because that's the right thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Just, exactly. Just right, because you hear women, we all, I want to clean for my man. Right. But, like, you just need to have a clean house and a clean car for yourself. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, I want, I'm, like, happy that I'm figuring out some things now. I'm sure I'm, I'm going to figure out other things when I'm in a relationship that I need to figure out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes we, we we do, like, I know we're talking about me, 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 but even that is selfish. It's like, I'm going to do this for him so he don't leave me or, you right. know, because it's just like, I'm just going to do this. Like, I'm just going to be tidy. I'm just going to you know, grow myself spiritually, I'm just going to because, mm-hmm. because. Because it's, it's what we're designed to do. <laughs> but anyways, so, just going back to for three minutes. The first one is. <laughs> <laughs> so back to that, uh, which one? <laughs> we haven't even made it to one and three. Yeah, we know you have to understand it, though. That's the yeah. point of why he started off that way. Because we have to understand the way the world is. Mm. And what we have been conditioned to in order to break that cycle to, you know, have these new agreements with right. ourselves. And so the first one is being impeccable with your word. Yes. And yes. this is with other people and with ourselves. That's mm. important. Yes. I love that. Whew. You know this already. It's power in our tongues. It's power in language. Mm. Language is an agreement. That's what he, you know, talks about. Our language is a form of agreement. Mm. Real. That is so good. What really stood out to me when they were talking about being impeccable with your word, and so basically when they broke down impeccable, um, and this is mm-hmm. from the Spark Notes because you know I, I'm sounding like I read the book, but I haven't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it says that impeccable broken down is without sin, mm-hmm. and so um, y'all could probably explain it better than I. That's so funny. Explain it. Oh, I can. So impeccable is sin, and then M is without. Oh. So without sin, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you break it down like that. And yet, so sin, if you break down, what is sin? Sin is when you do something that you that don't believe. Like, that it goes against your agreements your that you have for your life. Exactly. So things you believe in, you agree mm-hmm. with those things. So and if you don't, if you do something that's contrary to your beliefs, to your agreements for life, then that's sin. Mm-hmm. So mm. that'd be. 
and be yes. you know what? I never even really broke, broke down sin. Yes. Other than what it says in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, well, from the um the commandments, yes. really. Mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe there's, you know, something in there. It's just that. Mm-hmm. But um wow. so, right, if you agree with working out and if you go against that, exactly. that's sin. If you agree that um you're supposed to put God first and you don't do that, that's sin. If you agree with these things that you have, if you agree with eating healthy and you always eat badly then that's you're going against your agreement so that's a form of sin and so and it's just important not just only with your words but with your thoughts and your actions Mm because it's all connected Mm -hmm. so if you believe something then why are you even thinking you know because it starts with the thought right Mm -hmm. there right Mm -hmm. if you think it then nine times out of ten you're gonna do it Mm -hmm. and you're gonna say it yeah (laughs) if you think it in that mind you're You're gonna gonna say it it out loud yes and so that's why we have to have an impeccable word, a word mm-hmm. words that we have without sin. And I just love it because the Bible even states like words are so powerful. And we if we take them seriously enough, words can either be your salvation or your damnation. And I just got this from uh, the Fresh Start book. Let me not act like I'm over here. <laughs> this. But I've been reading this book and it's been telling me this. Joel Osteen is amazing for this book. And then the the the, the um <clears throat> Bible scripture that we use at the end of all of our uh, podcasts, there's death and life and the power of the tongue. And so, oh, y'all. Okay, it's about to get real deep because I was about to, like, I just had a whole aha moment when I read this. So there's death and life in the power of the tongue. And he says there's nothing in between. You're either speaking death or you're speaking life. And if we go back to the book, he said humans, we use our words just um, for in four agreements. He said we use our words so frivolously. We don't put a guard on them. We just speak. He said human beings are literally out here casting spells on one another. We're casting spells. And when you think about black magic, black, yes, he said a form of black magic. Like we can either be creating our life full of wonder or we're casting spells of dark magic, black Mm -hmm. magic. And so when you think about the word spell, like think about S-P-E-L-L, spell. And then when you write something, what are you doing? You're spelling. (laughs) You are spelling. So your words are literally spells that you're casting. You're either casting good spells or bad spells. Y'all. <laughs> Wait, where they wrote that at? I don't know if they wrote that in the book. You came up with that? I, I think I read this a long, long, long time ago and I just brought Girl, it back up. I'm sure. But that's just why, like, when you're told something, like, sometimes it's, like, hard to break it because that's, like, it's you're just a spell. It's a spell. Like, well, you can't sing. Why you sing? That's the example yeah. that you in the book. Mm-hmm. And the mom the told the daughter yes. that she couldn't sing. And so she just... She had a beautiful voice. She had a beautiful voice, too. But the mom, she was annoyed. And the mom, it said the mom came in. She was, had a hard day, a rough day. And she was just annoyed. And so her daughter came in singing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you can't sing. And so it just... It, it done something to it done something to it. It, it hurt her. She yeah. was like, oh my, like she felt really like, and I'm sensitive like that. When people used to speak spells over my life, mm-hmm. the slightest like I hate that term. Sticks and stones may break your your bones, but words may never hurt you because words cut deep mm-hmm. and they do hurt you. They are spells that are being casted on you, and it's so much power in, in spells. And so the girl like immediately stopped her voice, and every time. Someone would tell her to sing. She no, no. She would never sing. She was so timid and, and just broken from that spell that was casted on her. And so, um, <clears throat> going back to the book, 
how powerful the word how powerful words are when he said um so think about a ship like a big huge cruise ship that that that, that this big massive object that weighs uh, i don't know how much a ship weighs but a, a lot of freaking tons yeah. like more than like 10 elephants a ship weighs way more than that and so he says think about what controls this huge massive object on the water like what what controls it Girl, us uh, us but what, what yes so what is the captain using to a wheel a stern wheel this tiny little piece of <laughs> this, like this little bitty rubber wheel is controlling this huge ass object. Yeah. And so he said, let's take it back to us. Yeah. We are this Ooh. huge object and our tongues are the wheel and our tongue, this little bitty thing inside of our mouths are controlling, is controlling and steering our lives in the direction mm. of what we, which way we take it. So when we think about that, like, how are we steering our lives with our tongue? Like, it said you need to guard your, the Bible says you have to guard your tongue because you can truly, like, cause damnation in your life or salvation in your life by this, this little thing that we think is like, but no, you spew out, we're spewing out spells now we know. And like just so many things that comes out of our mouth. And we just have to be careful and, and guard our tongue because it seriously controls our life. Yeah. Oof, that was deep. I want to go back to the spells. But um, and what y'all are saying about the, the girl who just stopped singing. Because mm-hmm. when I think about a spell somebody casting a spell over you, they put you in a trance. So this lady is in a trance because she, uh, they was that spell was over her. Like, mm. you can't sing like, ooh, I can't sing. I can't sing. Even if it's not true. <laughs> it's <laughs> not true. Oh, Jasmine over here. Uh, spilling water. Spilling water. Holy um, water. No. Holy water. But then it made me think, there are a lot of people who are, are going to cast spells over your our lives. Yes. You know, just in passing not even knowing it, but yeah. it's up to us to break that spell as soon as it comes up. Right. And so if we're, um, so someone says like you can't sing, and like in the uh, in the spark notes it says, um, <laughs> it's like okay, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna keep singing. And it's just like you mm. have to break that. You have to get out of that trance as fast yes. as you can. So someone says you can't do that. That's a huge idea. You really think you can do that? Yes, I can. Keep it moving. Right. A uh, spell, trance, broken. Let me keep going. Mm. And so um, that's how I think about it. And that's the same way we have to be with ourselves. We break spells other people cast on us, and we break spells that we cast on ourselves. Okay, mm. when that negative thought comes, Tiff, you can't do this. Well, why the F not? Why I can't. Um, trance, good. spell, broken. So we go. We have the power to go through life breaking cycles, breaking spells, and breaking our trances. And if we mm. think about it like that, I think like nothing could really stop us. Yes. But it does take a lot of practice because we I mean we do it every day. Like mm-hmm. we we have to correct our thoughts every day. Right. But that's what it just really made me think of. It's like go ahead and and break those those every spells. Day. 
And mm-hmm. I love how you say every day. And that's mm-hmm. why I think it's important to stay prayed up every day. It like, is. Like, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Mm-hmm. The weapons seen and unseen and those, the words that people talk behind your back, those are spells being cast that you don't even, you, you may not even be aware that can be casted. So that's why it's mm-hmm. important that you, people just think about it. We live in the, the social media age. Some people may be scrolling on your page. She thinks y'all that she ain't popping. She doing that this ain't all, just speaking negativity. We yes. have people, trolls out there that, that just only want to cast negative things and put negative thoughts but that's why it's up to you to make sure you are protected and covered and, and God is your refuge and he's that like literally out there protecting you from all the negative things that could be coming your way seen and unseen and yeah. I love that you used um scripture like no no weapon form against me shall prosper because literally I was driving and I just had all these thoughts and when y'all were talking about thoughts um and why we select them I was realizing that my thoughts were based in fear and mm. like, okay, why am I having these thoughts? Because I'm fearing mm. that, but I don't want to agree with that. Mm. And so I had to verbally, instead of like, I usually like say, okay, I think I'm, I think a negative thought. And then I start thinking a thousand good thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, but then mm. I was like, I had to take this a step for, further. I was driving. And like you said, I was just like, boom. I rebuke this in the name of Jesus. Like, you know, Girl, you know, just yes. calling out to your different scriptures and what the Bible says and just speaking over your life and speaking over your friend's life and speaking over your family's mm-hmm. life with the tongue. Like, you know, sometimes those thoughts, you know, it's hard to like just do it with your thoughts. Right. Thoughts on you. you have to like, okay, like this is enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm breaking gotcha. this right now. I will not no longer be guided by fear. I just will not. I refuse to like and just call in with the name of Jesus. Like, Call in what you really want for your life and really break those things that are having a stronghold on over your life. And yes. really have to pray one time or a gazillion times. Right. There's power in the tongue. It's power. And what is the Bible called? The word. The word. The <laughs> Not just the word. I wasn't even ready. Was the, like, what is girl. The word? Girl. The, word. the living word. Mm, let that sink in. Living. The living so word. It's important. <laughs> it is so important oh so God. important to like pull from those scriptures because they really have the power to combat those negative thoughts yes, they do. but like Tiffany was saying though it's, mm-hmm. it do says though by the power of your own tongue the bible says we do have the power to speak life and death mm-hmm. over our circumstances our children our finances mm-hmm. or our loved ones who are sick so notice how it, it says that it's not that we have power over life and death, but we have power over the tongue. tongue. The mm, tongue controls tongue. the life or the yes, death. Yes. So with that, understanding the power of your word and, you know, going back to the whole me, 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 mm-hmm. the next point is do not take anything personally. So, right, people are going to say stuff about you. People are going to gossip. They're going to say what they want to say about you. But the thing is, you can't take it personally. Mm. And this one was so hard for me, y'all, mm. because yeah. as a woman, sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that person would address me or say something different if I mm. was a man, you know, mm. if they would treat me differently if I was, you know what I'm saying? As a black, anything, mm. as a black woman, as black people, we have to constantly think about this. Is it because I'm black? Is it, you know, we take things personally mm. because of we do who we are. Yeah. We do. That's so funny that she we said that. We do take that so personal. And I... And it, it hurts. It does. 
It hurts. If I was a if I was a man, would I get paid differently? Would my salary be different? We know that these are real issues, and we do take that shit personally. And I can't believe you said that because I literally was gonna write a blog about what it means to be a black woman because mm-hmm. it's like it's hard because I find myself really mad mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like. It's like you don't get it. And it's like you never know if someone is actually doing something out of prejudice of you. Yes. And you saw unconsciously or or consciously really taking advantage of you or speaking mm-hmm. down on you. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. And or it's, it's based on their own upbringing, their own conditioning. It, exactly. And it's just yes. like it's tough for us because we have to take on our own being black. And then we also, it's hard for us to even sometimes even talk to another person outside of our race yeah. mm. because it's just like that that baggage is still there and mm. it is it is it's not even baggage it's really there it's just like yeah. it's just it's just so much to mm. to put on and it's like as women we want to love everyone we want to nurture everyone Girl, but we have to it. we have to put our thing goggles on to see who we can trust who we not yeah. to trust who to let in who we can't and it's just like we do take everything personal because all the stuff, like the history behind it. Yeah. And it's just like, that's tough to live life like that. Because you know we're mm-hmm. made to love. Mm-hmm. But when the world is conditioned not to love us, mm-hmm. it's like, what do you, you do? Yeah, you, yeah. you want a defense. Always. Defense. Yeah. The things, sometimes people say things, and it's a reflection of yeah. them. Yeah. Ooh. Their beliefs. Ooh. Their beliefs. I, their that's beliefs. the key. Their agreements. Ooh. Their agreements for life, and then that makes when you say that it, it going back to the spark notes of the book, it says you know do you believe the opinion of others more than you believe the importance of your own, mm-hmm. and so when I think about changing years slightly, I think about my upbringings. A lot of times, what has and this is what caused like seeking out for approval addiction for society and wanting to make yeah. sure a people pleaser, trying mm-hmm. not to hurt anyone's feelings, making sure I want, I, I want to make sure they're respected and I don't want to step on toes and walking on egg shows. I think that's where this rooted because a lot of times when I was, I was brought up, if I wanted to do certain things, I felt like subconsciously, I don't think my family meant anything by it, but maybe this is how they were raised. Like say for instance, if I wanted to, I don't know if I wanted to um, cut my hair or when I did cut my hair, grow natural. And I was just mentioning mentioning it to my family like, hey, this is what I think I want to do. They would say like, oh, do it for your dad. He doesn't like, he if he doesn't mm. want, like, how do you think that's going to make him feel if you do this? I remember this. Like, yeah, like, and or um, it could be something just completely far. Like, I want to go major in um, theater or something. Well, you know, you're do it for grandma. She always wanted you to be a nurse. So do do it for her because she would. And so you get into not wanting to do things for yourself and you start doing things for other people. But then you this resentment comes about and, and it festers in you. And it's like, I shouldn't take it personal because this is probably how they were brought up. This is probably how they, the advice or the instillings that they, that, that they have been taught. And so I can't take it so personal. Instead, you have to identify it. You have to discern like, okay, this is probably not something that they're doing to hurt me, but I have to be strong enough and, and to be like, I have to take the action to, to the action that's going to actually empower me. And not allow their actions 
to to overcome what I truly desire. Right. Mm-hmm. Another thing I love from this that I really got was that Usain don't take things personally because, like you said, it's the um it's usually the insecurities or the perception of the other person putting that on you. But it also did say when when you do take like something personally, it's it's because it's there's a reason for that. So a lot of times, like, people could say, like, if you know, like, you are a bomb, like, you know, it's like, if someone came, came up to us and told us, like, our podcast is trash, we would be like, oh, okay, right. all right, <laughs> sure, sure. But if somebody came up and told us our podcast was trash and we really thought it was trash, we would t- take that personally. So mm-hmm. it's just like sometimes people point out things. That it, you deep down, but you have to already deep down feel like mm-hmm. my podcast is not enough. I was deep like, down, and that's why it's really hurting. Mm-hmm. That's why it hurts. You have to look at it. why mm-hmm. is it hurting me? Why is that that's comment it. affecting me? Exactly. Oh, because if you already knew that your podcast is great, it can't comment, affect you. We just roll up like. Mm. What you talking about? Okay. It's just well, not for yeah, exactly. yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And sometimes stuff does be hurting me, and it's because I believe deep down, down that it's true. Wow. Because we know. Oh, you dirty. Like, I'm dirty. That, and it dirty. is true. Like, damn, you know what? I'm living in fields. I'm right. living in my room. is dirty. My car dirty. How dare you yes. point out my flaws and my insecurities? Like, I already <laughs> noticed. But it's just like, yeah. And it's sometimes the stuff that's hidden that you don't even know. It's like, oh, like, dang, you're right. But it's like, dang. <laughs> I hate to bring it up, y'all. I just like trying to. Uh-huh. But that's why I feel like this whole R. Kelly situation is. <laughs> okay. No, you're right. You're right. It's, it's just the way it is. Like, if he, like, why, why, why get so riled up and emotional about it mm. if deep down he didn't already feel like if he wasn't guilty about it right mm. that's really what i got from it it was okay words are impeccable right right and with our words we can't we can hurt people we can insult people we can we can do harm with our words yes, absolutely but we can't take it personally if it doesn't if it's not true. If it's not agree with it. Yes. You're right. If you don't agree with it, you it, you wouldn't even be phased by it. Exactly. Right. So he already told them this. So, <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to hit it one time. I had to no, go. like, I'm, I'm, no. I don't know. He was lying. But, but, but on the flip side, <laughs> on the flip side of that, it also, and I don't know if this was on Don't Take It Personally, but I think it even said, and correct me if I'm wrong, it said, even when people give you a compliment, don't be so soft yeah. in the compliment and like, oh, yes. Like, you know, we just love to but hear positive things. Yes, don't let it go to your head. Like, yeah. it, you just are. Don't If they tell you something negative or they tell you something positive, you don't get so caught up in the, the compliments. Don't get so caught up in the ridicule. Don't get so caught up in, 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 in what people tell you. Their validation. Their mm-hmm. validation. That's what I was saying. That's so true. We have to know it for ourselves. And that's not to say that every time we take something personal that we that's it's really something in our lives. Sometimes we just take things personal because we just take things personal. Yeah. And um, it's just like, dang, like, but if we keep doing that, it's just like a lot of, it's just like a, I feel like a lot of passive aggressiveness and a lot of fog that would be in the air when most of the times people are just talking and they're not even thinking that it's, <laughs> that they have, they're not even thinking that you're taking this personal or that this is affecting you at all. They're just 
they just said Running something that really, that really ain't had nothing to do with you, but you took it personal. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, so it's just like, it's a real balance. Mm-hmm. Or it could cause you to drain yourself because you're so busy fighting against every little thing, every person saying mm-hmm. it. Sometimes they don't even deserve your energy that you pour into them because they possibly cannot even mean anything by that. Yeah. Like, I didn't even, like, because that happened to me. Like I said in the last podcast, like, I didn't even mean anything by that. <laughs> but I guess you're right. It does go, go back to you. It's like, so, anyways. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so you take ownership of of that thought. Or, mm-hmm. you know, that's what they, you know, you were, you know, said in the book. Is that you're taking, when you believe whatever someone is saying, you're mm-hmm. taking ownership into that and you're making that reality in your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. The last thing I want to say about just being impeccable with your word, mm-hmm. it, sa- it says it about you being impeccable with your word to yourself. But also, it's really easy to not be impeccable when you're talking about others. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just like, and it's because, like I said earlier, it's like not being straightforward with somebody will cause mm-hmm. you to talk about them behind their back. Yeah. Even though you're not a malicious person, you don't even really like the gossip. Because I just found myself doing this. Just I feel mm-hmm. like talking about somebody with them not being there is gossip. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like... Um, because you're not being straightforward or handling whatever situation it is beforehand, like mm-hmm. in the face, you're calling yourself to not be impeccable with your word because you're gossiping or you're saying something that's not delightful about someone else behind their back, even mm-hmm. if it is the truth. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. And so it's just like being aware that, okay, I need to also be impeccable with, find a way to be impeccable with my words and with my actions, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's really tough because a lot of times you do need to share, get other people's opinion or mm-hmm. advice. But it, there is at a point that you're, you're either going to keep talking about it or you're going to confront the issue and uh, have a solution for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad you shared that. So the third one is do not make assumptions. Y'all. Oh, girl. <laughs> Come on now. Y'all. I mean, for and real. It's intertwined into the same thing with the don't take things personal. Because I feel like, you know, going back to that same issue, is this person, you know, dressing me this way because I'm a woman or because of my mm. race? I'm making assumptions. Mm. Yeah. And instead of doing that, just ask, you know, he says com- combat it by asking questions. Mm. Yes. To get to the root of it. Mm-hmm. We do this in relationships. You know, that's girl. what this chapter was you know, Girl, don't we be assuming he don't answer the phone? Possible text you put mind. your mind go around the world in sixty seconds and back constantly assuming the worst possible. And why is that? What condition? I need to break this. Well, I'm so glad. You know what? Honestly, no, I've been delivered. No, no, seriously, I have not been going off the deep end anymore like I used to at one point in time. But I really had to confront that ugly monster mm-hmm. and look it in the face and I just had to go in the mirror and be like Jasmine why do you think every time something is not going exactly your way why do you have to go to the worst case scenario mm-hmm. in, in, in assumptions and in assuming mm-hmm. that this person can be doing you wrong and I'm like you don't want to manifest that so stop mm-hmm. assuming that stop assuming the worst mm-hmm. oh that's so true and I mean it just really does go back to what we've been saying this whole time it's like when you're making an assumption you're kind of agreeing with the worst and so instead of that you want to agree with the best like agree with the like oh he's not answering his phone he's probably getting rest <laughs> you right. know what I mean like mm-hmm. anything or or they said this to me because of this and it's like instead of assuming that why don't you ask like we're so scared of the actual answer sometimes because we're assuming mm-hmm. the worst that we we just stay assuming why are you always assuming ask Tiffany 
Because if we keep assuming, we never ask that we're just going to be assuming the rest of our life and not knowing. Girl, okay, I got to tell y'all a story. We I already stole y'all the story before. So I just think about back in, in college when I was going through my situation shit with this guy that I was, I don't even want to say dating, but I was, <laughs> I was with. And, you know, at one point, as women, you know, when we feel like we are get emotionally invested, I, I assume that we were moving in a monogamous direction. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're spending time. You're taking me on dates. Um, when we, he likes me. He, he likes me. me. He wants to be with me. Like yes. we like, and so yeah. 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 Make so that assumption. I made that assumption. Like okay, but then when I saw you talking to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the fuck up! Like, you are my man. Like, we are together now. Like, what is, what is all of this? But yeah. like Tiffany said, yeah. sometimes we get so afraid to ask the question because I never went and been like, hey, what's up? What are we? Like, what is our status? Are we together? Are we not? Like, but because I just wanted to assume based on your actions, you was doing everything that's falling in suit with a relationship, telling me you love me, telling me all like doing all the things that and, and ladies don't get caught up out here because some guys like will will do everything in the Very book good. under the sun to make it seem like you're in a relationship but if you don't ask you assume just because you know he buys you flowers and but if you never ask yeah he technically was not at fault because Mm -hmm. technically he know that's why he used it exactly i haven't told you my girl like oh oh." all right it wasn't until (laughs) years down the line i finally was like you know Mm -hmm. What is going on between us? I need answers. And then mm-hmm. I got the answer. And then it wasn't what I, it wasn't something that I agreed with. So then exactly. I picked up and I, I moved on. But don't assume. Do not assume. And as yeah. women, we do that a lot because we're always oh trying to like, and this is the thing. Why is this? We're always like, oh, am I putting too much pressure on the man? Right. Or am I, is this too, are we going too fast, too soon? too 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 slow too fast like always trying to like figure it out figure out the man like but we forget like we're queens what do you mean <laughs> it's okay it's like you can't run away someone who, who doesn't want to run away okay it's right. almost just like if you are gonna ask that that man that's right for you is gonna be like damn right you my girl what you mean right. Right. That's why I like that Meek Mill line that's like, what I look like, like my chick. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> so it's just like they're gonna be okay with you asking. Like they wanna wanna ask and if they tell you the answer, that's the answer you move on. And if they yeah. feel some type of way and be like, you're putting too much pressure on me, you're putting too much yes, pressure on me, knows. then okay, then that means that we're not in agreement with how we want our lives because you would agree into being over there and I'm agreeing to be over here. So this agreement is lining up, which means that we're in disagreement. So mm. it's just like, when we get so caught up and I do that with myself. It's like, oh, should I do this or should I do that? I shouldn't even have to ask that. And that's the other thing we talked about in here is assuming that our partners are, mm. that we can change them, you know, based off of our love. Our love. That our love is gonna change who they are, and no, no, <laughs> absolutely, positively, no, no. I've learned the easy and hard way <laughs> that you can be everything and everyone. You could be the the mm-hmm. most poppinest chick ever in life, mm-hmm. but if that man don't want you, 
he don't want you. And if he don't want to treat you right, he ain't going to treat you right. Yeah, There's nothing you can do. It's not like, oh, I'm going to serve him at dinner. Oh, I'm going to rub his nope. feet, which nope. I would never do. Uh, you know, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm right. Okay. Cause I, I kind of like, I rub my feet now and it's kind of a thing, but it's just like, but man feet. Girl. <laughs> so, uh, but love, but you look past it. Exactly. All I'm saying is ask, but don't be mm-hmm. afraid to ask because we just do right. that a lot. We afraid to ask in um in um job settings for yeah, a raise. Yeah. It's Why like I get a raise. Yeah, exactly. what can I do to right. you just make sure I get a raise next year. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You just assume I'm doing all this good stuff for the company. Exactly. I'm bringing y'all more dollars than you want. Mm-hmm. I'm over here getting y'all hot. And so you assume like when raise time come around, I should be like hands down. I shouldn't have to ask. I'm right. just gonna get this raise. But no. Right. It don't work that way. You got to make sure you vocalize. So I think that's teaching us something mm-hmm. like not, not just assuming, but definitely closed mouths don't get fed. You right. got to ask. You have to ask. And just being, it makes me think about being clear. It's mm. like you just have to be clear on like what what's happening in, in life. Like what's happening. We can't <clears throat> go through life foggy, assuming and most likely we're assuming the assuming the wrong thing because we're all made very differently. We all mm-hmm. have different upbringings. Mm-hmm. We're all different people. So it's like we're, we're assuming because you're not texting me every day, or I feel like you should if you're in a relationship. But like you're not doing Definitely. this thing that you think that you should do because that's what you do. Yeah, and then, you're mad. Yes, real life mad because you didn't even express like. And then we expect other people to assume things about us. Yes. And we're not even telling them, hey, I like to be yes. text. I like to talk. I like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We Communication. Just expect them to right. know us because they love us. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, you think they, like, really, really paying attention, but, like, exactly. they think they paying attention, too, but then it's just like, mm-hmm. I, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't tell, tell me that. Like, you tell me that you like basketball and go to the gym, so that was going to the basketball gym. You ain't tell me that you also like to go walking outdoors <laughs> and hiking, too. Yeah. like, so it's just like. Ooh. And that, rem- okay, so me and Jarvis are reading the book, The Five. Or was it five love languages? All these numbers, I'm right. forgetting. Is it the five love languages? Five. Yeah. I wanted to say four. I want to say four. Because we're reading the four, four agreements. Yeah. yeah. I think it's five love languages. And so it has this story on there about this couple that had been dating. They've been in a marriage for 30-something years. But the lady was just like, you know what? Um, every day I get home late. Um, we do Our life has become a routine. He makes dinner. We eat. He watches TV. He falls asleep, watches TV. I go get him to come to bed. And we do that same thing on Saturday morning. We go eat with another couple. We have a great conversation with them. And we get in the car and it's just silent. And then we drive home. And then we go to church in the morning, come back home. And so it's like we're living in this routine. And she's like, I just don't think I can do this anymore. I'm about to break. Like, this man don't love me. And so they go to see the marriage counselor. And so he's like, you know, she's been telling me the same thing. He Like, so the woman first, she starts off like, he doesn't do anything but what? Just basically saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so then she, she he, he, he then chimes in and was like, you know, she's been telling me the same thing for three years, but I do everything for her. I mow the lawn. I cook dinner every night. I, um, he said, so just as she doesn't have to, he said, um, I do the gardening because I know she's allergic to pollen. I do all of these things to show her my love, but she says I don't, she doesn't love me. And then she goes, and so then the the counselor, the, the dude, uh, Gary Chapman that wrote the book, he was like, you know, I figured it out. Her love language 
it, he's his love language is acts of service so he shows his love by, by doing, doing things for her like i take out the trash i do this i cook yeah. dinner i do so i'm doing things to show my love but the way she re likes to receive love her love language is quality time and so since they don't talk and have regular conversations <laughs> every day then he feels she feels like she don't love him and then i mean he doesn't love her and his and, and he feels like she doesn't love him because it goes on a little further. And he explains, like, would I she would like to... Yes, he's like, the perfect wife to me would be a wife that did um, the dishes and yeah. cleaned and uh, cooked dinner every night. And she's like, well, you tell me you like cooking dinner. He's like, I don't mind, <laughs> but I do it because, because you know... That's it, his love language. That's his oh, love language. So he wants her to do the things that he's doing. And she, well, he was just doing, expressing his love the way he would like to be received. And so, I mean, he would like to receive love. So, it's just crazy when you think about um, going back to... Making well, assumptions. Yes, making assumptions. He assumed, like, I'm doing all this. So, you should, I, this is showing my love. But they had to communicate. And sometimes it's good to have a, a third party in there to to delegate the communication mm -hmm. so that you can get it right but to 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 show like i don't like love like this i like don't assume that just because you're doing all of these he's like dang had i known that i could have saved all these years of not cooking and i ain't have to be doing all like washing your car and all these things he's like i'm back in the house and he's like i, I could have saved a whole bunch of energy if all i needed if all i knew is i needed to talk to you for 15 minutes every night before you went to bed and so they started doing it and, and showing each other's love language. She started cooking and he started talking to her. And now they marriage is just booming. They went a trip to Bahamas. I'm like, come yeah. on now. Which <laughs> we can't assume. We can't assume. Oh, we yeah. cannot assume. <laughs> but also, we just sometimes we don't be. Since that isn't our love languages, we don't be seeing what all people do because they're not loving us the way we, we like to be loved. Mm. But we also should be cognizant of, wow, they are really doing all lot. of this yeah. and sometimes it just goes over our head because we're like not being loved the way we are want to be loved that's I true. guess that's but if true. all that was gone the, like why the grass ain't cut <laughs> you know what I mean but that's true so yeah wow it's complex but it's easy at the same time if we just really are uh straightforward of like what we want to know and really ask those things you know speaking you know mm -hmm. but sometimes we don't even know what we want yeah, for him to even express like I would like for you to cook for me or I would like for you to clean every mm -hmm. now and then and, and for her, she probably thinking like I don't know what it is but I, I want him to talk to me it's just we spent because she was like we don't have financial issues uh, we, all our cars our house is paid off like and they say the root cause in marriages to, mm -hmm. to lead to divorce is financial issues mm -hmm. but she was like so I, we're technically a perfect couple we, we spend we come home to each other every night but something i just feel this void i don't know what it is yeah and it's just she was missing that that communication like let's talk let's have a, a, a conversation with one another mm -hmm. gotta figure it out do the work <laughs> which agreement are we on right the fourth and final oh! always do your best and you know basically with this one he understands that this is hard it's gonna be hard to break you know the habits that we've already had mm. and it's gonna be hard to follow these and you don't have to be perfect with it. you don't have to be impeccable with your own <laughs> every single word everything you do and oh no no not take things personally mm -hmm. every time somebody tells you something you know but the key thing is to do your best with all of these absolutely yeah. you know and I love that because in the book it says do your best because 
when you do your best, it's also it's like you're not seeking success or saying one of those things. It's just you're just doing your best. But um, what really stuck out to me is like when you do your best, it's harder for you to re- regret anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or to be mean to yourself or in the book it says abuse yourself and and i found myself doing that yesterday actually at work y'all i'd be hard on myself to be honest because i just really i do take a lot of initiative at work and i really Mm -hmm. be trying not to step on anybody's toes but i just really want what's best for the community but Mm -hmm. it's just like um and sometimes everything doesn't go my way or not even that i learn lessons along the way like you should really um collaborate with people more like Mm -hmm. you should you know like I started learning things about myself and so Mm -hmm. then when I learned those things about myself like wow maybe you should you know collaborate more or like really Mm -hmm. talk to this person Mm -hmm. more then I get down on myself like dang like I should have done this I should have done this I should have done this but what saves me is like wait this was rooted like I tried I was just doing the best Mm -hmm. I could Mm -hmm. with the knowledge that I knew then Yes. so it was easier for me to forgive myself because I was just doing the best I can with right. what I had at the moment yeah. now that I have more knowledge now I'll go back the next day with that knowledge and mm-hmm. do the best I can then right and yes. so it just it stops you from regret regretting regret. things and that's how I feel about this podcast you know mm-hmm. Tiffany at the end of each episode she always <laughs> asks you know so what y'all think and you know I really think, you know, none of our podcasts are, you know, quote, like, bad. I don't think, right. you know, I think no. we truly give the best that we could or had at single. that time. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, is my best, you know, or how can I say it? It's, it's going to be a little bit different mm-hmm. had we, you know, maybe wrote notes right. prior to right. where, versus when it's in the morning or mm-hmm. it's in the evening <laughs> when it's late at night. You know, my yeah. best is going to look different. Definitely. You know, when it's different times of the day, whether I'm sick, whether it's stomach hurting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different things that go on in our lives. Right. Yeah. Whether it's 2.30 in the morning, 10.30 at night, 6, 8, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Definitely. Our, our best is going to look different day to day and moment yeah. to moment. Mm-hmm. It is. But the yes. book says, just give your best give for your whatever you have, all within you at that moment, yes. whether you're sick, then of course your best may not be 100, but if exactly. all you got is 70% to give, give that full 70. Mm-hmm. So your best, um, just give give it all what you got. Like, yeah. And it's going to vary based on the time, the day. And so one other thing um, that going back to the book, I think about the podcast and I know when we have our meetings, sometimes we can be hard on ourselves. Like, yes, we are. We feel like this is our hundredth episode. And I know, especially talking to Tiffany, like she feels like, and I agree with her. I'm in that agreement. Like we could, we should be probably getting paid right now. We should probably be having triple the numbers of listeners and triple the Oh, we have triple. Actually, we did triple the we quadrupled or octupled the number. Like, like there's always gonna be like, if you think about measuring yourself where you are right now, of yeah. course you can always have far greater than what, of course where you are right now. But I feel like as long as you give, if you as long as you have been giving your best every single time you've done it or done that, put action toward the thing, and I'm talking about the podcast. I feel like we are right where we are supposed to be because I wasn't on this level of of understanding about God like I am right now. Mm -hmm. I wasn't understanding about um, just marketing at one point of the life, just 
communication, public speaking. So I feel like the best, as long as you're doing your best, you're going to gain all the assets you need in order to become better and better. So just do your best. Yeah, I really do agree with that. Because we are giving the best that we we have, you know, for these last hundred episodes, it's just like, I really feel like it's preparation for what's to come now. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, timing is in everything, in alignment, in agreement. Like, I feel like we're all in agreement yes. right now. And we've always been all, all in, agree- in agreement in Soul Feeling Podcast, but Absolutely. everything, every step is another agreement. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we're on the same agreement. And now it's time. It's time. So, um, that's it. That's our episode. We did it. Okay, guys. So, what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. For the hundredth time. It's affirmation For the hundredth time. It's affirmation. For the hundredth time. It's affirmation Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, I feel sorry for you because it's our 100th episode. No, I'm joking. I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah. I'm glad you joined the party on our 100th episode. Go back and listen to all 100, all of the other 100 ones that you haven't listened to. You can get your soul right. fed. You can totally do it in two weeks because you have an 80. Wait, no, that's not. Never mind. You can do it in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it'll take eight three weeks to listen to us all eight hours. All eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you did the math. But y'all, we always, always, always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what are affirmations? Like we talked about in the earlier in the podcast, there is life and death in our tongue and so we spew out words we're casting spells and how are you casting spells how are you putting spells over your life are you casting dark black magic spells or are you in alignment and agreement with god and speaking living words over your life and and using the the power of your tongue to uplift and create the life that you truly desire can i just say something about spells real quick Mm -hmm. you said uh casting spells over yourself what spells are you casting over yourself but also like we said in the podcast what spells are you casting over other people Mm. i only say that to say because my mom always says cursed of those who curse me blessed of those who bless me that's what the bible says Mm -hmm. so if you out there cursing other people that curse is gonna come right back to you so be okay like you might be talking all good to yourself but you're talking bad about other people Ooh. Mm-hmm. so be careful not only what you say to yourself that but to outwardly. other people yeah mm-hmm. really yeah. yeah facts that mm. part mm. that part <laughs> part that part that part that's so true because in the bible it do say curse those that curse me and so imagine if i'm over here praying god curse those that curse me and then somebody gossiping about me they like over here toe up right now right. they like it's toed up so y'all speak. my mom be like i'm pray like she'd be like at work like i remember when she used to work at ibm and she was like i don't know why this lady coming for me because the bible said i ain't saying it <laughs> the bible says it's good they cursing me it's gonna curse them curse them y'all don't get cursed out here gossiping about people yeah i know it feels good (laughs) to go talk with your friends and have to spill the tea but don't be gossiping about people because that's coming back to you coming back to you (laughs) okay y'all so um in the bible it states let the weak say i am strong so on those days you're feeling weak you're feeling sick and tired you're not feeling like your best still affirm i'm doing my best i am feeling like my best i am just living in total alignment with God. 
just speak life into your life guys um and you know there's three of us and um i'm affirming that there's millions billions and trillions or whomever is divinely meant to be out there so go ahead and drop your affirmation and we gonna end up Y'all, we are really having a twerk off. Well, Kobe and Tiff started it over here. That's why they laughing. So, who wants to go first? Ooh. I am always doing my best mm. in every little single thing I do. Mm. I am speaking impeccable words over my life. Mm. I am who I am want to be yes oh that's beautiful that's strong that's, that's really good, good that's agreement a good that's a good one i'm gonna put that on the i'm gonna make that a little post but um guys thank you so much for rocking with us i did want to announce that we're gonna be in the blossom and soul festival in august and then august in austin <laughs> on saturday, saturday. what's the day is that next saturday Six? oh wait i don't know let me get the date. I feel like that's like, I don't know, guys. We don't I think know. it's the 16th. Yeah, 16th. Yeah. On the 16th, we'll be talking about self-love. We'll be on the power panel at 1130. So if you haven't got your tickets for that, y'all could go ahead and get your tickets. Get those uh, tickets. Just look at our Instagram post. Especially we'll if you're in the Austin area. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be so much fun. But just want to say thank you guys for listening to us a hundred times. And if you haven't, you could go back. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> and um, just please just go ahead and share and we are soul filling podcasts everywhere so we're on soundcloud we're on google play we're on spotify we are on apple Podcasts, and you can literally follow us um or subscribe to us everywhere follow us on spotify subscribe to us on um, soundcloud apple Podcasts, google play and also if you want to do us a, a really good deep favor it's our 100th episode i feel like we deserve this yes. if you could please go to our reviews on apple Podcasts and write a review something really nice i mean something from the soul mm-hmm. give us five stars nothing below five stars <laughs> so our ranking could go up and so more people could hear about soul filling podcasts yes. if you could just do that one simple thing for us if you, even if you don't write anything five stars and keep it pushing it's cool with us right. even if you just write one sentence they're great that works too <laughs> yes that, that really works but i really do love reading the which i right. really be thinking i really love it it's so I sweet do. but uh just you know just thank you so much and I mean, just follow us everywhere, and that's it. We out. That's a hundred episodes. My drop. Oh, oh, look, we stopped at exactly one thirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bye, right. guys. Mwah.